Hey, it's Dan Leach. Be sure to check out my podcast, the Detroit CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. We dive into the betting angle for all the Detroit teams and the Michigan Wolverines and Michigan State Spartans as well. If you're from Detroit or a fan of any of the Detroit or college teams in the Michigan area and want to become a sharper better, this is the podcast for you. So please subscribe, follow, and listen to the Detroit CityCast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in, fine citizens. Wild Wednesday here on the Detroit City Cast. We got a lot to get to. We're going to talk about this huge. I know the lines are uh, winless, but it's a huge game with Matthew Stafford going against his old team, Jared Goff going against his old team. We're calling it the Stafford Goff Revenge game, even though. Some people think that it's not really a revenge game because Stafford got traded. But to me, it's a revenge game. So we'll get into all the angles of Lions and Rams and why some of you out there are thinking about taking the Lions to win outright. Uh, We'll get into you silly nannies in in just a minute. I've got a great stat for you on what what Michigan-Michigan State, the game, should be coming up on October 30th. But before that, of course, Michigan's got to play Northwestern on Saturday. There's been some big movement on the line uh, in that game, which we'll get to in the Motown betting window in just a moment. And I'll be out there on Saturday. We'll have our regular uh, instant reaction show, uh, as always. And that'll, in a way, a day or so before, get us ready for Michigan-Michigan State Week, which so many of you know is one of the greatest times of the year. It's like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Passover, Tubishvat, any holiday. I don't know, President's Day wrapped into one. And then we got opening night for the Pistons. No Cade Cunningham, but I do have some very interesting props from our friends at BetRivers.com. We'll get to that uh, a little later on. But let's take a quick trip right to the Motown betting window, and we'll talk about that lion spread. It's kind of sticking where it's been. I, I thought it would open around 17. It opened around 15.5. BetRivers right now, yesterday, it was 14.5. Uh, the Rams' favorite, of course. Minus 110 both ways. The Lions now getting 15 up a half point. There's kind of two-way action. Most of the bets, of course, are going to be on the Rams. But there's some money on the Lions. The point spread, not a ton on the money line. The Rams are minus 9-10 on the money line at Bet Rivers. And the Lions are plus 700. The total, 50.5 over minus 112. And under minus 109. And, and I think you could see some late movement to get this to 17. And it's a key number, as we've talked about. Uh, on this show, three and seven, of course, key numbers in pro and college football. And if you don't know why 17 is a key number, that'd be two touchdowns and a field goal. So I could see it getting up to that, uh, but it looks like the the kind of a little bit of the two way action is keeping that line uh, lower than 17 right now. But that's where we're at here on this wild Wednesday. Rams a 15 point favorite. Now we have had a ton of movement on the Michigan Northwestern line. I, I called this last week and I said. I figured it'd be around 21, 21 and a half, and that's right where it opened. But at Bet Rivers right now, with a lot of money coming in on the Wolverines, and you know, this is something that I think a lot of you understand, but some might not, and I want to explain it. Michigan is always going to be bet on, no matter how good or bad they are. Uh, in Harbaugh's second year, Michigan was the second favorite to win the CFP for much of the season. And it was, I mean, yes, they were undefeated, so they lost to Iowa late in the year. 
But they weren't one of the top three teams in the country. They were one of the better teams in the country, a top 10 team. But they should have been the second shortest odds to win the national championship. It's because there's so much money that pours in on the Wolverines. And, you know, they got the biggest alumni in the world. They're, you know, it's like the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL or the Yankees in Major League Baseball. They're always going to be, you know, overvalued with the spreads on, on what whether it's a point spread or a money line or a futures on. And, and that's something just to monitor where you might have to jump on a line when it first comes out or you might get a really bad line. And this was at 21 and a half the last few days. Now it's up to 24. 24 points Michigan is favored by minus 109 at Bet Rivers and the Cats. Plus 24, minus 112. Moneyline Michigan, minus 2,500. Northwestern plus 1,100. The total sitting right there at 51. Not much movement on that. The over minus 113. The under minus 108. Now, there is some injury situations for Northwestern. Uh, they've, they've had a, you know, the, the last three games, their starter has been out. And then Ryan Holinsky is a transfer from South Carolina. He had made his third straight start last week in their big win over Rutgers. I did not see that coming. And, you know, he threw for 267 yards and two touchdown passes for that 21-7 victory. So you you look right now at, at you know, that, the, there's no injury issues uh, for the most part that are causing that line to move up. It's more what I talked about. The Michigan is really bad on Northwestern is a pretty darn bad team. But just so people can kind of monitor what is going on uh, as this week continues to go on, uh, as far as the point spread is concerned, Northwestern, is it possible they could get their, their starter back? I mean, the way that Helinski played last week, I doubt there would be any reason to even think about that if you're Pat Fitzgerald, but you maybe you see them both out there, but their quarterback, Andrew Marty, had missed the previous three games with an upper body injury. He's listed as questionable. One of their better receivers, though, Bryce Kurtz, he has an undisclosed injury. He missed the last game due to an undefined ailment, and it's unclear whether he is going to play against Michigan on Saturday. Uh, they also have their tight end, Trey Pugh. He was absent last game for an unspecified issue, and he's questionable for the game against the Wolverines as well. But that's not really why the line is moving. Northwestern is not that great of a team, but they are coming off a nice win over Rutgers, who Michigan in the second half kind of struggled with. All right, and also the Pistons open up the 2021 season. We're going to get to some very interesting props that Rivers has on the Pistons in a little later in the show. But tonight, no Cade Cunningham. That line was at Bulls minus three and a half until that Cade Cunningham news came out uh, a day or so ago. He will not play uh, opening night with dealing with an injury. It's the Bulls minus five, minus 112 at Bet Rivers. The uh, Pistons minus 110 getting the five points. Moneyline Bulls minus 205. Pistons plus 165. And the total is 218. The over minus 112. The under minus 109. I... I'm staying away from that game. If Cade was playing, I, I thought about maybe a money line play. But until uh, Cade gets back, and I think there's going to be some really good value on the Pistons this year with you know Cade Cunningham healthy. They're going to be you know, they're a young team. It's going to be a lot of growing pains. But you look at what they could end up being throughout this season. Think about what the Tigers were, and you know they were a, a team that wasn't going to the playoffs, but they were an exciting team, and. That's what Detroit could be. Uh, obviously, you want to get you want to get Cade back uh, and not have him be out for much of the beginning of the the first uh, you know part of his rookie season. But he's banged up with that uh, ankle injury. Not going to play in the the opener. By the way, Isaiah Livers is out as well, uh, and Chris Smith uh, is banged up too 
and the Pistons will go against the Bulls. And last I checked, the Bulls, Kobe White's the only one that uh, is out for them, and he's out till mid-November with his shoulder injury. Otherwise, the Bulls are full of guys. They, they're not going to be that great of a team this year, but definitely better than the Pistons. So that's where that line is at right now on opening night at Little Caesars Arena for the Pistons. Now let's get right into some Lions and Rams. The Rams, one of the best teams in the NFL, 5-1, and 2-1 and one at home with former Lions franchise quarterback Matthew Stafford. And, of course, the Lions, the NFL's only winless team. My great producer, the S-Man, Steve, pointed out to me yesterday I mean, not that I didn't know this, but just the way he presented it to me was was beautiful. The state of, of football in Michigan. You've got your pro team that has yet to win a game, and your two biggest college teams have yet to use, lose a game. They're a combined 13 and 0. The Lions are 0 and 6. But, you know, when you look at this game, the Lions aren't going to beat the Rams. And, and I got to call a, a few of you out here. I've seen a bunch of you, you know, in my travels the last few days at different spots, whether the poker room at the casino or some restaurants in the last couple of days. And people have come up to me and asked me, can the Lions win outright? What do you think about that money line? And my response to them was, can you say that again, please? Because I thought they were joking. The, yeah, I mean, listen, are there upsets in the NFL with big point spreads all the time? Sure. It almost happened uh, a couple weeks ago when survivor pools were almost crushed by uh, three different teams. Uh, Minnesota was one of them that the Lions almost beat. They were a huge favorite and everyone took them. In their survivor pool. The Lions are not beating the Rams. There's a reason that the Rams are 15-point favorites. I know there are great storylines as we're going to continue to talk about this throughout the week here on the CityCast. I'm excited to see this game because I'm a big Matthew Stafford guy. I respect the hell out of him. I covered him for years. I remember going back, you know, over a decade plus when I was waiting tables at a restaurant called J. Alexander's and Stafford was a rookie in his first couple of years. Uh, his rookie year, then his second year, and him and his wife, you know, then I think fiance, I think they would have just been dating at that point. Kelly would come into my restaurant, I'd wait on them. Kel, uh, Stafford would get the the salmon. Kelly would get the grilled chicken salad. They were super nice, always tipped well. And I told him, like, listen, soon I'm gonna be, you know, talking to you in the locker room. And he's probably like, this guy, this kid's gonna talk to me in the locker room. And then a year later, I went to the locker room and I said, hey man, I told you I'd see you. He's like, oh yeah, I remember. I mean, think about how many people in public will like, you know, tell an NFL quarterback, yeah, I'm going to cover you someday. Uh, I'll see you in the locker room. And they're just like, all right, whatever, kid. But uh, I actually did. And he was a joy to cover. He was uh, an absolute warrior. Had one of the longest streaks of being healthy in the NFL uh, for the last 30, 40 years until he finally, you know, had to sit a game a couple years ago. And... He's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Is he Aaron Rodgers? No. Is he Tom Brady? No. He doesn't need to be. But Stafford is edge of elite. That's why it was tough to see him go. And I was on the night on, on the Lions flagship, 97 on the ticket, as he was traded. And I said this then, and I'll say this now. As big of a Stafford guy as I am, and it was he was not the problem. I mean, if, if there were 99 problems, Stafford was not one of them. Maybe he was the 99th problem. But 1 through 98 were not him. It was time for him to move, be moved on from. It was better for him. It was better for the franchise. You get you know out of that huge contract. You retool your team. Obviously, I don't think Jared Goff is going to be the future. And Dan Campbell has already called Jared Goff out in the first six weeks of his Lions career. But I like it, Jared Goff, to having pocket aces if you're a poker player. You got those aces. You can bet them. You can go all in. You can just call. You can limp in. You can fold. There's all these different options. 
with Jared Goff. And this is his first six games. He might only be around it for two years. He might end up turning things around out of nowhere. And, well, I don't want to say out of nowhere. The guy had to go to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. And he was a former overall number one pick. But he might turn things around. But you have a lot of options there. The, the, the point that I, I want to hammer home is that Matthew Stafford, as much as I loved him and as much as I, I think he is a quarterback that can lead a team, the right team, uh, obviously it wasn't the Lions when he was here to the Super Bowl, is Matthew Stafford. It, it was time to move on from him. And, and I was happy for him because he deserved a chance. Like with Chauncey Pilch, they want to go back uh, to Denver. You know, when, when Joe Dumars allowed that to happen, it brought in stupid Iverson. But that's that's one of these things that is is in the past. And now it's about looking at this game, and, you know, I call it the Stafford Cough Revenge game. It, it does It is dripping with storylines. But the Lions aren't a good team right now. And there's a lack of depth and a lack of talent. And this game could be over in the first quarter. I would love to see an exciting game, you know, into the second half, into, the, dare I say, the fourth quarter. But when you look at what Los Angeles has been able to do this year, I mean, other than the Arizona Cardinals, and by the way, two teams in the NFC West, probably the two best teams in the NFL. I mean, dominating the Bears, beating the Colts on the road in a closer one than expected, but the Colts played a really good game that day. Beating Tampa Bay, the defending champs, by 10. You know, they lost to the Cardinals. That was a that was a crazy game. They lost by 17 in Week 4. Beat Seattle, destroyed the Giants. I mean, this, this Los Angeles Rams team is definitely Super Bowl worthy. Whether it's Daryl Henderson on the ground, Cooper Cup's one of the best receivers in the NFL, that defense is absurd. They've got pieces everywhere, and Sean McVay is one of the better coaches in the NFL. So I don't think this is going to be a fun day for Lions fans, but it will be nice to see Matthew Stafford, and I, I, I'm excited to see and interested to see how things are handled before the game. And, you know, I'm sure he's going to go and talk to the, the guys that he was friends with on the, on the team, and Jared Goff will do the same for his, his Rams former teammates. I love stuff like that. That's why we love sports. Because of those kind of intense and, you know, also fun storylines. I mean, it's got to be weird for both these guys playing against the team that they, the only team they ever played for. And now they're on the other opposing sideline. And it probably makes it a little easier for, for Stafford being in this game in L.A. If it was in Detroit, it would be a lot more noise in his head. But this Rams team is probably going to run away with this. I would stay away from the line. I have no opinion on this 15. Maybe even it goes to 17-point spread. I would, and once again, I would not take the Lions on the money line. That is silly. But if you're a Detroit fan, and we'll talk about this after the game as well, hopefully we can say, listen, they fought hard again. They're, they're showing that they're not giving up on Coach Dan Campbell with the lack of weapons and the lack of depth. And that we have an interesting, you know, kind of game with different scenarios that the Lions kind of find a way to hang in and, and at least keep themselves within contact and don't get totally embarrassed but the way the Rams are playing, the way the Lions played against Cincinnati, this game could be 50 to 10. And the Lions might not score until the fourth quarter like last week. So we'll see. I'm excited about this game. I know there's a big watch party down at the casino, so I'll be there for that with some shrimp and lobster, maybe a little crab. Uh, but please, no Lions betting on the money line. Don't be ridiculous. All right, I've got a really interesting stat for you when it comes to what the Michigan-Michigan State game is likely to entail. We've got a little into Northwestern and Michigan as well coming up on Saturday right after this. 
Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. The Detroit City Cast is presented by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting and it has you covered for the NFL season. They are offering same gay parlays in all pro football matchups. They are bringing back their reduced the juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million beat the spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at Bet Rivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to bet. So now it's a little Michigan Northwestern time coming up on Saturdays. We've talked about on the show today, the line has moved. I will say tremendously. I mean, a two and a half point move in in about a day or so is a pretty big move when it comes to uh, a college football game. And this is not due to any kind of really major injury situation. This is just based on the batting, and it's now up to 24. Wolverines minus 24, minus 109 against the Cats. I'm probably going to bang out another first-half play, uh, which I, I now have hit 16 of 17 when it comes to Michigan games under Harbaugh, uh, and I'm undefeated 3-0 this season. Um, the first-half spread will be out later in the week at Bet Rivers, so please monitor that. And I think that's what I'm going to go with, the uh, the first half spread. I'm guessing it'll probably be maybe 12 and a half, something like that. I think Michigan's going to come out big and really try to put this one, you know, make it all over with the shouting because they've got Michigan State in the following. They're not going to look ahead because even if they did, Northwestern is, is so bad that they're not going to lose this game. But Michigan's going to be focused. They've been off for a week. They'll, they'll take care of the business at hand. And then it comes to Michigan-Michigan State week. And I, I got a tremendous stat that I found, and, and I, I, I had a feeling it had been a while, but I didn't think it had been this long. And I wonder if any of you have been thinking about the last time that Michigan and Michigan State played when they both were ranked in the top 10. Think in your head right now as you're listening what your guess would be. I thought it was maybe sometime in the 80s, maybe maybe in the 70s. Uh, I knew it really, I didn't think it happened in the 90s, and I definitely didn't think it happened recently because the Sparty had kind of taken over for a long time. The last time that Michigan and Michigan State played a game where they both were ranked in the top 10 was 13 years before I was born. 1964, in East Lansing, number four Michigan, number nine Michigan State, and boy, would I love a repeat of this to happen on October 30th. It's the same scenario. It's in East Lansing. It's higher-ranked Michigan. And the Wolverines won that game 17-10 to against number 9 Michigan State. There were some times that it was close. Like, uh, you go back to the 1990s. In 99, State was 11. Michigan was 3. Uh... You've had Michigan ranked in the top 10 a ton of times when they played Michigan State. In 97, the year Michigan won the national championship, Michigan was 5, State was 14. And then there were some times back in the uh, the 70s 
where they were kind of close to the top 10, each of them, but nothing like that since 1964. And there was two other times that it happened. Uh, 56, Michigan State was two. Michigan was four. State won nine to nothing. I know that my dad remembers that game, the old nine nothing game in Ann Arbor. And then the following year, they actually played back-to-back years in Ann Arbor uh, that time. And Michigan State was number two. And Michigan was number five. And State won 35-6 to six at the Big House. Those are the three times that they both were ranked in the top 10. I mean, there wasn't really rankings in the 40s and the 30s and the 20s. So I guess maybe they both were top 10 quality teams. But the only times in the poll era uh, that they've been ranked in the top 10, both of them, for that game was uh, back in 56-57 and then 1964. So we're going to see something if Michigan holds serve against Northwestern, which if they don't, I'm going to become a Notre Dame fan. And everyone, well, actually, I could have said Buckeyes. Everyone knows how crazy that, that sounds. They're not going to lose to Northwestern. You heard it here first. The Squatch guarantees a victory. I'm I'm right. It's a guaranteed 24-point favorites. But we're going to see something that has not happened since most people that will watch this game were born. I mean, most people that watch this game on October 30th would not have been alive the last time that both these teams were in the top 10. So you got a lot of modern-day history here. Definitely this is the first time in the BCS college football playoff era that this has happened. And people were wondering the trouble with the snap game uh, back in Harbaugh's early tenure in 2015. State was 7, Michigan was 12. So that was close. But not both in the top 10. And that is what we're looking forward to. Uh, if Michigan can hold serve against Northwestern on October 30th. I can't wait. I will be there. We'll have our great reaction show after maybe a little, hopefully, celebratory tailgating by me. Maybe I'll do the show from, like, the Sparty tailgate parking lot uh, in my full Michigan regalia. But I am, uh, I've reached out to several of my friends that are very uh, connected in the handicapping and odds-making world, my my top sharp friends, and I'm going to try to have what we think the line is going to be as soon as possible. I, I have been kind of spitballing this. And talking to some friends of mine that, and this is not to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty good at knowing what spreads are going to be. I've been that way for a long time. Uh, that's why I was so surprised that I was so off on that Michigan-Nebraska spread that I thought would be seven and ended up opening up at three and a half and then going down to two and a half. But I'm pretty good with spreads and I think it's going to be a pick em. And what that lets you know is that Vegas would, would think that Michigan's about a three-point favorite. I think Michigan is going to be a favorite in this game. But since it's at Spartan Stadium... Smarty gets about three points for being a home, the home team. I think it's going to be a pick But I've talked to some people that think that Michigan might be minus three, three and a half. I mean, that, that sounds a little crazy to me. Michigan State and Michigan haven't played some of the greatest teams in the country. But they're undefeated. Michigan had two great road wins against Wisconsin and Nebraska. Michigan State had to go on the, go on the road and beat a Miami team. It's not very good. But, you know, they, they've had some very nice wins and, and found ways out of bad situations. They beat Nebraska. In overtime in a game, they probably should have lost. So while they haven't played teams like Georgia or Alabama or, you know, Ohio State, they've, they've done what they've needed to do. And they're both top 10 teams. So I think Michigan's definitely the more talented team, even without Ronnie Bell. And I think that you're going to see Michigan as a favorite in this game, whether it means they're a pick which means they're kind of like a three-point favorite, or minus one or two or something like that as the line opens. And then this is going right back to what we discussed about the betting on Michigan. They're always going to be overvalued because so many people bet on them. And when the public bets so much on one team, 
a lot of times the line's going to move whether it should or not. I gave you the example earlier about uh, in Harbaugh's second year, Michigan was the second favorite to win the national title beyond Alabama when they probably should have been closer to five or six. That's because of all the money pouring in on Michigan and the sports books, you know, covering their liability. This game is going to be a very similar thing. There are way more Michigan fans in the state of Michigan and obviously in the country than there are Spartan fans. It's, it's going to be, by the way, if you haven't heard the announcement, I'm a little upset about it, but it is going to be a noon game, the big noon game on Fox. I wanted it to be at worst a 3.30 or a night game, but State had kind of run out of their night games, and this game has always been looked at by both schools and administrators to not be played late because the students drink all day and the fights and all. But I, that doesn't seem to be that much of an issue anymore. That being said, there's going to be a lot of money bet on Michigan, and that will inflate the line maybe more so than it should be. When this line comes out, if it comes out at a pick if you're a Michigan backer, you jump on that line. If you're a Spartan backer, you wait. Because if it opens it at a pick or minus one for the Wolverines, it is going to go up and you get some value at Michigan State on the other side as a home dog. So we'll monitor that as uh, we get closer and closer to Hollow's Eve Eve, October 30th. I got my David, maybe I'll learn my David S. Pumpkins uh, costume, the viral genius sketch with Tom Hanks from Saturday Night Live to, to the game. And then someone will probably egg it. Uh, but I can't wait. Cannot wait. We're getting closer and closer to Michigan, Michigan State Week. All right, before we get out of here, I want to talk a little Pistons on opening night. Some very interesting props on Bet Rivers for the Pistons 21-22 season. We'll get to that right after. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. All right, I want to throw a little Pistons in here in honor of opening night. We're going to be talking to my good friend Rod Beard soon. Uh, does a great job as the beat writer for the Pistons. And, and, and listen, it's much like the Tigers. It's much like the Red Wings. And obviously, in ways, it's like the Detroit Lions. All four Detroit teams are basically in rebuilds, and some are coming closer to being through that. A lot of the Red Wings, others are not. A lot of the Lions. Uh, but, of course, the Lions really truly started that the, the big rebuild by moving on from Stafford and getting rid of the, the whole regime with Patricia and Quinn. But the Pistons, when you look at what Troy Weaver has been able to do, the Dream Weaver, as I call him, the last couple of years, and obviously drafting Kate Cunningham and getting the first overall pick, a huge deal. Bringing a guy in a way off the trash heap, who I always loved in Kansas, but Josh Jackson has been a factor. Drafting Sadiq Bay with some incredible value. We'll see about Killian Hayes coming off the injury. I think he still has a high upside. How about Jeremy Grant? Had some of the better metrics in the NBA last year. Isaiah Stewart. There are good young pieces on this team. Are they ready to be a playoff team? Of course not. Could they be in a weekend these? Possibly. And I got some interesting odds at BetRivers.com is, is thrown out there for you. We'll get to in a second. But to me, this Pistons season is watching Cade and seeing how he handles being the overall number one. He seems perfect for Motown. He knows what Detroit's all about. He's excited to be here. And with Dwayne Casey as his coach, Casey is a master of, I think, getting some of these young players to really buy in and grow, not just personally, but, of course, professionally, uh, you know, basketball-wise, 
So I'm really excited to see what would Cade and this young team. I mean, I didn't even mention Saban League. They bring Kelly Olynyk uh, and Trey Lyles and Luca Garza uh, out of Iowa who lost a ton of weight. And, and I know some people think he's overvalued, but I think he could be a, a nice bench role guy for this Pistons team under Casey. So not crazy expectations, but I did want to throw these numbers out there that Bet Rivers is offering. They're offering odds on the Pistons making the playoffs. And the team, just to give you the full disclosure here, they need to be part of the playoff field after, you know, the new play-in games, that tournament they're going to have. They've got to be part of the eight seeds. But you're getting 14 to 1 on the yes. So 100 bucks gives you 1400 if the Pistons make the playoffs. No is minus 10000 You're not touching that. But let me just, I'm not trying to make the case for the Pistons as a playoff team this year. But I just want to take a look at the Eastern Conference and teams like Cleveland or teams like the Wiz or teams like Charlotte. There are not great teams in the East other than the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, we'll see what the Heat do this year coming off the title a couple years ago or the NBA Finals a couple years ago. You know, you've got a 76ers team that's a total disaster. The Knicks obviously were much better last year, but can you really trust the Knicks? Brooklyn, of course, is one of the three or four best teams in the NBA. So you've got a couple good teams, but the rest of them are, a lot of them are middling teams. Would it be crazy to say the Pistons could sneak in as an eight or a seven and get into the playing tournament? No, I'm not predicting that. But I, it's always about finding value here on the Detroit City Cast because all I want you to do is win cash, and that let's be honest, that's some value, and it's fun to watch that throughout the season. You might be dead on that bet, you know, come January. If the Pistons are like twenty games, well, they will be twenty games out of the playoffs. But if they're like you know twelve and a half games out of the playoffs, but I think that's actually a decent, a uh, decent value bet for the Pistons to make the playoffs at fourteen to one right now at Bet Rivers. Also, they do have a, a regular season win total uh, line. Over under 25 and a half. They have to play 82 games for that that, uh, bet to stand. Otherwise, it's no action. Just to give you the full disclosure. I I think the Pistons, that's a good number. I think they'll be right around anywhere between 23 to 28 or so wins. So I'm not telling you to pull the trigger on that, but I would lean on the over on that. I think there's going to be some times where Detroit's playing teams like Toronto or Golden State or even Phoenix where they're not supposed to win. And they find a way to get those those kind of wins at home that Pistons teams years ago when they were really good but not as good as some of the other squads would find ways to win games at the Palace and now at Little Caesars Arena. Even when the Pistons moved to LCA and they were a terrible team, they kept beating the Lakers at LCA and they beat the Warriors at LCA. And I know they had a big win against the 76ers when they were the one seed in the East. So LCA is kind of getting a life of its own after a very begrudgingly for me, the Pistons move from the Palace. Uh, but I think they can get to that over 25 and a half line. So I'm going to lean over on that, but you can check out those Detroit Pistons markets at betrivers.com and on the app. And opening night for the Detroit Pistons against the Bulls. Good luck to them. And we'll monitor that throughout the season. All right, that's going to do it for me on this fine Wild Wednesday edition of the Detroit City Cast. Until next time, keep reaching for the stars, believe in the dream, keep winning, winning, winning. Dan Leach, out.
Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.